Good morning, Trinity Youth. It's Friday, February 23rd, 2024. This is Haley. And Dave. And y'all, we are pumped to be with y'all today. Because we have a special guest. Not only is it a special guest, but this is the first student that we have interviewed on this show. Woo! We are stoked, y'all, coming at you today. There's a guy who showed up during the pandemic masks on and everything as the new kid and stuck with it and we are just so glad he's become a student leader now leads with our um, our middle school students has for the last couple years such a gift to our high school group i'm inspired by this guy and so glad that he gets to share some of his experience with you today y'all this is the one and only carter rose give it up hey guys super excited to be here uh thank you all for giving me the opportunity to be on the podcast Come on. Come on, yeah. Carter. You're a friend of the podcast. Friend we could not pod. do that. Yeah. Amazing. Well, Carter, I don't know if you've listened to this podcast before, but we start out with a question every day. Today, I have one for you. What is your biggest green flag in friendship and your biggest red flag? Like the thing that you're like, yes, I want to be your friend. That is so cool. I see this about you. Let's be friends. And the things that you're like, mm, better not. And like, thank you for explaining that because... <laughs> And say there's something about the green flag, red flag. I could see where it was going. I had just never heard it before. So if you're like maybe in the 10% with me, you're not alone. We also talked Dave about beige flags today, but we won't go there today. So Carter, go ahead and answer the question. What do you think? Well, I definitely know what my relationship or friendship red flag is. And oh, it's gosh. a lack of availability. I can't <laughs> stand when people like you'll go and you'll ask them hey can we do something like on this day and then they're like oh no i've got something going on and then you try and say well when are you free and they're like well i don't know that <laughs> just what if they reply and they're like i'm not free on thursday but i am free on saturday that's like perfect. is that okay because that's that's, that's, that's availability clear. that's being very it's clear. not the indefinite but well maybe right it's yeah. not like oh we'll do that next week perfect but my biggest green flag has to be like being real and not being afraid of like telling me when I'm wrong or when like my shoes don't look good or <laughs> I love you know, that. my outfit's not not you know going too well today. I, I like when people are honest about those. Kinds Have you of always been that way, or do you feel like at some point because it's at a certain Most point kids aren't, growing yeah. up that might be terrifying to have somebody just tell you as it is, or do you feel like you've always appreciated somebody? being direct i think i've like evolved into that just like uh life experience and feeling like uh you know when people aren't real it's quite uh hard to know where you stand with people so yeah knowing where you stand is big for me yeah that's good and y'all just want to say it sounded great what carter said but to do that you're opening yourself up to maybe some to having to look at yourself in the mirror when you didn't want but what a gift what an absolute gift to have right. people who you know, they love you, and they love you enough to say a thing. Right. I always say, like, before I ask for feedback or open myself up to a thing, I'm like, Haley, are you ready for legitimately any response? Like, if they, mm-hmm. they can look at mm-hmm. you and say anything. And if you're not, you probably need to wonder why you're asking. Like, you need to, like, take a step back and be like, am I ready to actually get all these opinions? Because it's fine if you're not. Like, yeah. Definitely, yeah. It definitely you have to think about, well, what's about to be said? Mm-hmm. And am I definitely okay with that? <laughs> or do I want to just, you know, keep going on my way, how right. I'm going, you know? Because sometimes so you don't need their big. opinions. Yes. Depending on what it, like, if it's your outfit, you move on. Mm-hmm. You do a thing. Well, like, yeah. You know, if they don't like your shoes, somebody will, you know? But, but I think that shows the reality, Carter, with that, 
for some people, some one person's green flag might be another person's red flag. True. <laughs> Definitely true. Someone not, might not be ready for that amount of honesty. We think that's the way to go in friendship. Oh, but, yeah. Um, when it comes to, like, personality. But I think there are things that are, like, more surface level of, like, clothes or trends that it's, like, I don't always need opinions. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, like, if you say you're into Brandon Sanderson fantasy fiction, like, big green flag. <laughs> <laughs> but if you say that to Haley, it might be, like... You know what? I'm good. <laughs> yeah, it'd be a beige flag for me, beige. which means... The beige is the... It's, yeah, tell him, Dave. You tell him. I love the beige flag. It's so fun because the beige is like, this person has a quirk. Just want to make you aware. Um, can you handle the quirk or not? <laughs> right. It's are, like are, the, are you in or out are the you, game? Yes. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. So Something fun. Something might be out. You might be in. It's not like an all-around morally bad thing. It's just, you might not enjoy it. I'm loving this. I'm wondering what other, you know, I think I want to develop the, the plaid flag. I'm not sure what that is yet. Is that because of your heritage? Yeah. And that right there <laughs> might be a beige flag for some of you. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, yeah, I still giggle when I think about how you... Didn't you wear a kilt at your wedding? I tried to wear it for my actual wedding. Okay. But I wore it just for the uh, the rehearsal dinner. The rehearsal. Uh, or the amazing. rehearsal, which is... That was, where, that was the way to go. Um, my wife lovingly responded to the beige flag, and here we are. Here it's you great. are, many years later. Uh, Carter, did you have any, any more on green, green or red? or? No, I mean, honestly... I like to take everybody at face value when I first meet them. I think it's hard to judge someone based off of like a, a first, first impression because you mm. never know what's going on. So I always think that uh, you need to give a person time to tell you who they really are. Love that. There you go. Haley, how about you connect the dots for us to... I will, but first I just want to say if we have any kilt wearers in, in the <laughs> Green crowd... Green <flag>. well, <laughs> Friend that. of the pod. <laughs> That's... <laughs> You're all friends of the pod. I am, I am not judging you. It just Dave doesn't wear them in his daily life, so it's funny to imagine Dave choosing to wear them. That is where that comment came could, from. I, I do guess. not all around think kilts are a bad thing. I had to thing. borrow the family kilt, so I don't actually own one. So if anyone okay, that's out embarrassing. Got you got to get you one. That's embarrassing. I love this. Direct friends. I, we are in the company of friends here. Is I'm the, loving it. Is the family kilt, like, uh, like does everybody just wear that? Like, how does that work? It gets passed around. Mm. Like yeah. sisterhood of the traveling pants? Yeah, the, the traveling, traveling kilt. kilt. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Kaylee with her uh, elite comment of the podcast. So funny. Yes. Make that the title <laughs> yeah, of the episode. I mean, yes. Oh, my gosh. Uh, well, y'all. So good. To the serious stuff. We are... <laughs> If you've been tuning in, journeying alongside um, Jesus on his way to the cross over the next few weeks. And today we are in the second day of studying Jesus' most famous sermon, his longest sermon that he's had, the Sermon on the Mount. Jesus gives a pretty hot take on friendship here that really flips some things upside down for the culture he was in. And so Dave, do you want to go ahead and read that scripture for us? Let us know where we're, yes. where we're going. Yeah, I will. This is from Matthew chapter 5. So the Sermon on the Mount, as Haley said, it's Jesus' longest teaching in the Bible. It is red letters for three chapters straight, if you have one of those red letters for the words of Jesus. This is chapter five, so not even halfway through, and he's just hitting us with some really, really strong teaching. So here we go. You have heard that it was said, love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, that you may be children of your Father in heaven. He causes his son to rise on the evil and the good and sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. If you love those who love you, what reward will you get? Are not even the tax collectors doing that? This is the word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be to God. God. 
This is like one of those things that Jesus says that feels like such the mark of the Christian life, but it feels really mm. hard to follow. Oh yeah, it's so simple on its surface. That I've heard it said that the, the hardest teachings of Jesus aren't the confusing ones, it's the clear ones. Yeah, <laughs> this is it's pretty like, clear. It's supposed to do that. Hmm. Mm. Uh, it'd be like really disciplined to decide to pray for an enemy. It's not like really a thing that you just like, are like oh, today, oh yeah, I'm going to pray for that person. Like, I think you kind of have to decide. But mm-hmm. Carter, I don't know if you know this, Dave and I are not in high school. We're no expert in high school culture anymore. We've aged out of that expertise. Um, we're a little more removed. Was today's status quo? Some of us more removed. Potentially. I wasn't going to reveal that about you, Dave. But <laughs> I'm, you can... I'm totally at peace with my age. Yeah, well, yeah. That's I'm I'm glad. This has been the best year of my life. He keeps saying that, y'all. Apparently, forty has a lot of good things in store for us. Forty's good. Forty's good. Well, y'all, Carter, in high school nowadays, how do you treat someone you have beef with? Like, what's the response? What are people doing? What's the culture in high school? I think that uh, how the others treat people in high school might not have changed as much <laughs> as y'all would think. Maybe I was hoping. Um, be better. It's it's very like. Talking bad about other people, um, gossip is huge, mm. and um, it's it's really hard to navigate. Like if you have somebody talking bad about you, then it puts a lot of pressure on you, and it also makes you feel um, very exposed, especially when it's to such a large crowd, right? Mm. Um, and social media definitely hasn't helped with that. Oh um, gosh, close friend yeah, stories yeah. can't be helpful. That, <laughs> yeah. that is what has for sure changed yeah definitely (laughs) changed um and the fact that like at any moment you're open to like Mm. being you know uh somebody not being nice to you or somebody putting an opinion um about you in your life that you necessarily wouldn't have had if Mm -hmm. you don't have a social media platform or don't have a way uh to be like contacted outside of school so It's definitely complicated things in some Mm. instances, but I think the same kinds of themes come up, um, whether there was social media or Mm -hmm. wasn't. Um, So, yeah. Mm. Well, I guess if that's the cultural way to respond, do you feel like you've seen anyone respond in a counterintuitive way that you're like, oh, like that's, that's the way forward, like that's the way of Jesus? What would you say that means like today in today's world? Definitely. Uh, One of my friends actually was... A great example of this he always it always feels like if anybody ever has a problem with him he just you know brushes it off and says well you know I still you know want to be friends with you I don't Hmm. think that we should really have that problem and I never really see him get into it with other people he's always just super kind Hmm. and uh, caring for those people and I think that that's really the way of Jesus I think that uh, him being open to uh, befriending everyone or befriending at least uh, talking to everyone and having conversations with everyone is huge. And uh, that's been really inspiring to see that uh, throughout the school day and throughout uh, our semester as well. It's um, amazing to hear somebody, you say, that describe this person as really kind to everybody and still this really kind person still has <laughs> stuff said about them Definitely. or has to navigate, which means that these opportunities come to us all. No, you, you may think of an enemy as it could be some terrorist organization far away. Like that's the person seeking my life. But when it comes down to it, um, we face opposition all the time. Even oh. even the kindest of us. For anything. <laughs> I remember once I was at a summer camp and this girl was like, 
this just can't you can't really be behaving like this like there's no way you're like this at home she was like i don't like you there's no way you're this nice and i was like <laughs> okay like what do you what do you do with that one like bummer for that person I'm sad for them. Yeah. Who knows? But with that being said, like, people can hate you for literally anything. Like, Mm -hmm. I was just going along with what you were saying. I was like, I was just nice to you, and it really got on your nerves. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Man, that's tough. Um, So, yeah, is it easy or intuitive to pray for your enemies? What do you all think? Is it easy or intuitive to pray for your enemies? I definitely don't think it's easy or intuitive. Um, I think it's very counterintuitive because... A lot of times I feel like I get caught up in the heat of the moment. Like, mm-hmm. you know, sure. somebody says something about you and you're like on the defense right away. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not a place where you're like really going through in your head. Like, well, you know, I really should be, you know, praying for this person. I really should be um, caring for that person as mm-hmm. well. So definitely not intuitive for me. Yeah, because often if they're spreading a rumor or if they're doing a thing, it's coming out of a place of insecurity on their end. Mm-hmm. Like, or a place of like deep hurt or deep whatever's going on in their life. Like people don't just do things because they feel like it's fun. They've seen it. They've, it's happened to them. People are seers and doers. Like they repeat things. They don't just like, I don't know, often. So it's like, I think in this, it's like these people require, like, and also I require prayer. I'm hard to deal with, I'm sure. But it's like everybody requires prayer for their own things mm-hmm. and their people, their ways. For their own reasons, but no, it's super not intuitive and also really hard. I've had seasons where like I've had people that I just can't figure things out with, and I've texted friends. I've been like, I genuinely mm-hmm. cannot pray for this person. I don't think I can say a nice thing right now. If I'm being honest, I'll get to that place. I'm not there yet. Can you please pray for them? Like I need I love you that, too. Though. Mm-hmm. And like friends who don't know yeah. that person, I'm not getting them involved in the gossip mm-hmm. or the drama. I like think of a third party where yes. I'm like, they don't know them. They don't know what's going on. They don't really even need to. I'm just gonna tell them to pray mm-hmm. for this person because they need prayer. I need prayer. We both need prayer. And I don't need to perpetuate the situation by making it worse and telling people as like a form of gossip even. So Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's huge. Um, when I think about is it easier intuitive, we've mentioned before, yeah, I don't want to pray for enemy because I don't feel like it. And so I want to just camp out on that word feel for a second. Because in our in our world, we're told that if our emotions are one of the most important things about us, or to if your emotions tell you something, it's probably true. <clears throat> and and we want to work on having a conversation with our emotions, they're a great indicator. Mm-hmm. They can for sure tell us what's going on. But if we respond to the very first emotion that comes to our heart and our mind, man, stuff would be exploding all over the place. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, Carter, I think you even said it takes discipline. And I think discipline is where we are able to take the initial emotion captive, run it through the person who I've pre-decided I want to be. I want to be someone mm-hmm. who loves my enemy. So I need to say, like, I am raging right now. <laughs> Um, because this is really mean. They they took a screenshot of that text thread, which is something. Can we just ban that forever? Not take screenshots of text and send it to other people. Yeah. When has that ever, <laughs> ever done something good? Um, so in that moment where you're feeling like someone was just unjust towards me, was cruel, it, to pray for them in that moment, that like makes no sense. Because my emotions are telling me everything else. My emotions are saying get even, um, revenge, like seek justice by putting it back on them. So to take it captive and pray, it really takes the work of the Holy Spirit and does take discipline. Mm-hmm. And it's not easy. And I, I love that, Haley, you gave us a tool right there. That, mm-hmm. To be honest, I really, really love that. Um, of like, you know what? I just can't even right now, but I'm going to call on my, my crew. Like, can you help me? And just by doing that, that's a witness to everyone around you um, to help us pray for our enemies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jesus did this, I think, uh, mm-hmm. as, we, as we move towards 
Lent, we were in Lent, we moved towards Easter and Good Friday. Remember Jesus on the cross, it says, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing, which is at the end of the day, I think just a huge reminder for all of us as we take this idea of enemies is that at the end of the day, no human is actually the enemy. There is opposition. Um, There's a spiritual battle happening out there, and um, we all are created in the image of God. And there is is an enemy who opposes us. The devil opposes us. But um, humans, yes, they're going to feel like they're our enemy. We need to pray for these people who oppose us. Um, But, man, justice is the Lord's. (laughs) I need to trust that, that the Lord will take justice, and I'm called. I'm called to pray and be wise. There you go. Well, y'all, I'm really grateful that we have this image of Jesus to follow in. I would encourage you guys today to think of people that you have a hard time tolerating. Consider how you can pray for them. Consider what it would feel like to not participate in gossip about them when it comes up, just to like kind of hold back and not say anything. Mm. How would it feel to be more compassionate people, not just towards those whom it's easy to have compassion for? We also, we didn't talk much about that part, but man, like it is easy to love people that you already love. So anyways, y'all, take some time to consider those things today. That's what I have for you. Yo, Carter, thank you so much for being with us. Any final words from you for everyone out there? No, I just really appreciate the opportunity to come on and give my two cents. You know, if anybody (laughs) knows me, then they know that I have a pretty strong, pretty, uh, pretty strong, uh, you know, feelings and things about things. I don't know how to describe it, but yeah. Which is why we wanted you on the show. Some big opinions. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm the same way. It's great. But held with curiosity and compassion, which is one of the things that we admire so much about you. Right. Yeah, that's a great disclaimer to use mm-hmm. on that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely. Well, Cardigan, thank you so much for coming on. This is fantastic. We hope to be hearing more from students in the future. Yeah. So, Trina Youth, we love you. And as always, peace, peace be, be with, with you. you. Carter, you nailed it.